Hallelujah. 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 The gospel message for this week was inspired by the book of Psalms, chapter 19, verse 14, which says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Another version says, May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock, my redeemer. Whichever verse, I mean, whichever version um, you prefer or easily relatable to you, it doesn't matter really, because the bottom line message here is one thing, asking God that please let the words of my mouth and what I think deep inside my heart please you. I mean, as we live our daily lives, dealing with one another, it's so hard to to please each other. One thing you do may please one group and displease another. How much more God, who is perfect in all his ways, who is holy, who is almighty, all-knowing, really, you think you could do it by your power to please him? Think about it. You can't. I can't. We need the gift of the Holy Spirit to help us know what to do to please our Father. One truth I I know that I deeply believe is that to please God, the first step really is to establish that intimate relationship with Him. Know who your God is. Know what pleases Him. And with that knowledge, what you think what's deep in your heart and your words to each other, your fellow human beings, will please him. Yes, as Christians, you know, the one can argue that, oh yeah, to please God, we, we know what to do. Follow the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt honor your father and your mother. Thou shalt not commit adultery, murder, etc. Yes, those commandments are very important. But If I may beg to differ a little bit, I think to really know what to do to please God, you know, your words, your, 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 your actions, what's deep inside your heart to, to please God, you really need to know him. For example, your parents, you know, if you don't know that they like stew with assorted meat, you know, and you, you, you go ahead and prepare a stew with with fish, whether it's fried fish or baked fish or even live fish, you make that kind of fish stew for them, they're really not going to be pleased. I mean, they might pretend that they enjoyed your food, but deep inside, they're not really pleased with the stew because if you really, really know your parents, you will know that assorted meat in their stew is really what pleases them, is what satisfies them. So likewise, the point here is if you don't know God and have that deep, intimate relationship with him, you will not know what pleases him. And therefore, your actions, your words, what you meditate in your hearts will not please him. Like Paul, the apostle of Christ says in Galatians 1 verse 10, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? 
If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Really, we're all Christians aspiring really to be like Christ, to be true servants of Christ. So it really is a, a, a must for us in all ramifications to please God. Pleasing man is not even an option because no matter what you do, like I said earlier, some groups, you, you, whatever you do will please them. Other groups of people, whatever you do will displease them. So knowing the fact that no matter what you do, some people are happy and some people are not, you might as well just shift and focus your, your words, your actions, your meditations on God, on Christ and work on pleasing him. Um, proverb sixteen seven says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. I so much love, love, love this verse. <laughs> I mean, really, when your ways are pleasing to your God, when the words of your mouth, the meditation of your heart are pleasing to your maker, he makes your enemies. Those who hate you for no cause, he makes your enemies to be at peace with you. What more can you ask for? If everyone is at peace with you, if everyone is happy with you, then you have no issues. You have no problems. You just need to live your life to the fullest and enjoy life with the grace of God. But to be able to do this really is to go back to what I said earlier, asking the Holy Spirit to let what you do, what you think, what you say, please your maker. And the truth is, like I said earlier, we need to seek the gift of the Holy Spirit to really understand what pleases God. And the only way to do that is to be in tune with the Spirit of Christ. Like Romans chapter 8 verse 8 says, So then they that are in flesh cannot please God. If you're in flesh, living, you know, um, your life in a worldly manner, you know, um, trying to please men as opposed to pleasing God. It's not going to be possible. I really don't understand how you can serve two masters, really. That's what it is. If you're trying to please men and please God, it's not possible. The Bible makes us understand you cannot please two masters. So, in essence, the message um, today really is, like King David was saying in the book of Psalms, you know, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. My rock, my Lord, my Redeemer. He's the only one that can help us do it. He's the only one that can give us that clear vision, that true inspiration, that strength to do his will. To do things in ways that makes him smile. And another fact that I, I, I well, maybe not a fact, but another um, thing I really believe is that what pleases God is really on an individual basis. What I do to please my God may not necessarily be what you need to do to please your God. For example, if God has placed upon you the anointing, the calling to be charitable, to be given, 
and you go around praying for people and saying, oh, Lord, will the, the good Lord will meet you at your points of needs. The Lord will bless you. The Lord will make a way for you where there's no way. Is that really what God is asking you to do? The Lord wants you to be charitable, to give alms, to help those in need physically. And by doing so, you are pleasing God. But no, you're taking over another kind of calling, another kind of ministry, praying. That's not going to please God until what he has asked you to do, you're doing it and that will make him to be happy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, what pleases God, what we do to please God is really on an individual basis. We shouldn't go around comparing ourselves to to other people. Oh, Mr. So-and-so does this and I know that pleases God. Mrs. So does this and I know and I can see that, you know, God is very pleased with him. No, you get on your knees and ask God to let you know how to please him with your words, with your actions, and what you grow and brew in your heart. It is only through the gift of the Holy Spirit that you can do this, that I can do this. It is my prayer that the Lord Almighty will help us to truly know what pleases him and that he will continue to order our steps, our actions, our deeds in ways that will glorify and edify his name. May the peace of the Most High be with us all. Amen.